This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. But the story out of uh, BC, where a um, 32 year old father, a guy by the name of uh, Chris Godfrey, in uh, NBC on uh, Comox, on uh, Van- or rather Courtney, competing in the Comox Valley Slow Pitch League. This was Saturday. A throw was being made from the shortstop to try to get the out, and it hit him in the head. He wasn't wearing a helmet, had to be airlifted to Victoria General Hospital, and remains on life support. A GoFundMe page has been set up for Godfrey and his family. Just a horrible, horrible accident, right? And you think of slow pitch, you just think of kind of a, you know, a easy, fun game, not a, a game where your health is at risk. Right? It's not tackle football, it's, it's slow pitch. But you got a ball, and a ball that's being thrown in the vicinity of people. You're trying to get the out. These kinds of things can and do happen. So would it make sense for these leagues to mandate that batters wear batting helmets? Could this injury, and others like it, have been prevented? Well, our next guest plans on raising the issue with the uh, Senior Slow Pitch League in Calgary. He suffered a concussion a few years ago himself. His name is Corrado Malia, and he joins us on the line. Corrado, thanks for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Yes, um, I'd I'd love to be there. All right, well, what was your initial reaction when you heard about this story in B.C.? Uh, I was actually quite shocked uh, uh, what happened. I mean, he's a um, 32-year-old with a a one-year-old child, and uh, he's been taken out completely. Um, I think there was an operation done with him, and he uh, is pretty much, uh, you know, in a coma, I think is what the the latest is. And um, uh, suffering the same thing, uh, but his his was actually uh, pretty much at the back of the head. uh, My injury was... um, at the side, yeah. Well, t- tell us so away from my temple. Wow. Well, tell us a bit more then about what happened to you. Okay. Well, I I was um, up to bat, and I uh, we were doing our, our gold medal games, and I pretty much hit the uh, ball from uh, home plate uh, to shortstop, and the shortstop player picked up the ball and threw it to first. Uh, by that point, I was uh, I was past the base, and uh, from what I understand, I'm, of course I. I don't know exactly what happened, but from what I understand, the uh, first baseman uh, just barely got a, a touch on the ball and deflected it, <clears throat> which, of course, hit me uh, right at the side of the head. Wow. So you had a concussion then, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I guess the, the impact of the ball was, was so strong that it took a 200-pound man uh, you know, into midair and, and flipped me on my side and landed on my knee and rolled. So... Uh, yeah, I have a concussion uh, from, uh, you know, going to the hospital that afternoon. They pretty much uh, did a CT scan, checked for fractures and bleeding and all kinds of other things to see if my eye wasn't affected. And they've come to the conclusion I was lucky. I only uh, got out of this uh, with a, a severe concussion. So, Well, still, that's pretty serious. Now, I mean, are, are batting helmets used at all? I mean, they're, they're pretty rare in slow pitch? Um, well, in our league, uh, you know, we we got a, a you know a good bunch of guys. They they people bring their own helmets. Um, I, you know, I, I last time I wore a helmet was 1971 uh, when I was in grade six. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, 
I, I don't think that, uh, you know, it's a mandatory thing because I don't see helmets uh, sort of hanging on the diamond. So uh, I checked with our, our league president, which, uh, of course, they're going to discuss this uh, right away in, in their uh, manager meeting uh, coming up in the, in the fall. So Now, are, are these... I mean, do these kinds of accidents happen more than we realize? I think people think of slow pitch, just kind of an easygoing, fun game, not necessarily dangerous. Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, it, it is a very uh, fun game, and it's very slow. Like, uh, the pitches are coming across the plate at a very slow rate. It's the once, uh, uh, you know, we connect with the bat, um, the uh, speed of the ball could be up to about 120 miles an hour. Um, no, no further than that because our, our bats are rated uh, below that amount. And um, uh, and uh, you know when we're throwing our ball, I I don't know that would be a uh, you know someone that has a a mathematical background to calculate how fast the guy throws the ball. But right. I'm guessing you know 70, 80 miles an hour. So it it, it gets fast. It's definitely a fast uh, pace game. And I'm in a league where a lot of the the guys have, uh, you know, had lots of life experience in the game, and so, you know, we're usually pretty accurate. We do get the odd, the odd uh, ball in the head here and there, and one in the chest, and you know, I mean, it's just part of the game, right? Yeah, but you think this is these kinds of injuries are avoidable, and that maybe it is time to to bring in mandatory helmets? Yes, I think I think uh, you know it can't hurt. Um, I'd hate to see uh, somebody older than I am uh, to go through the same thing because I, I have a funny feeling that they're not going to be as lucky as I, I was. Um, you know, I mean, uh, we, we look at, uh, you know, uh, Godfrey out there with, you know, lying in a, in a bed and we don't know if he's going to come out of that. So uh, I would definitely love to see this mandatory and I would love to see, uh, you know, uh, less injuries, right? So the batter would wear the helmet, but would the helmet stay on then as the batter's on base too? Would that be the idea? Yes. Yes, that's the idea. You put the helmet on, uh, you go up to bat, um, you run your bases. Uh, some people, uh, you know, would uh, would probably take it off after first because that's usually where you're, you're going to get most of your injuries. But, um, you know, uh, others run it the full base. Uh, I mean, the whole time that you're on the field, you have a chance of getting hit. I uh, just heard a story recently about a, a first base coach that got hit. So, uh. You know, uh, you know, it's it's just a it's just part of the game. So you can't really, you know, predict where it's going to happen and when it's going to happen. Uh, hopefully, with me, uh, you know, lightning doesn't strike twice. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, I think a lot of these conversations are happening now in the aftermath of this this awful accident in, in BC. So we'll be curious to see where this goes from here. In the meantime, Corrado, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate this. Yeah. Well, thank you again. All right, there you go. So that's uh, Corrado Malia. He's involved in uh, slow pitch uh, here in Calgary and uh, is going to press the case that maybe these batting helmets should be uh, mandatory. Word from softball Calgary is that they are looking at uh, helmets on batters, face masks uh, for pitchers, but to make it all mandatory would be tough just because there are so many leagues. They may leave it up to two individual boards, but it's something that they're going to look at. Right, so, I mean, it is... I mean, the, the equipment exists, right? It's not as though we're inventing some new equipment for, for baseball. Batter's helmets exist, exist for a reason. Catcher's masks exist and exist for a reason. 
Right. So, I mean, yeah, you could take it to a crazy extreme and just put, uh, you know, full-on uh, hockey helmets on every single participant. And maybe the fans, too, because, you know, those foul balls can go flying. I don't think it needs to go to that extent. But given that batting helmets are an actual thing, they exist to, to serve a specific purpose, you know, we do have incidents like this that do happen. I got a text from someone who says, Rob, I run a hockey league and I organize a slow pitch team. I've seen more incidents in slow pitch than in the hockey league. So what do you make of this? 403-974-8255. Uh, this is Steve. Steve, go ahead. Well, it's really about how do you make sense of numbers. In America, there's a million people who fall every year on stairwells, 12,000 deaths, but most of them are over the age of 65 in cycling. 87% of the bike injuries are by under the age of 18. The ones over 18 are usually un, uh, 20-year-old males who are uh, riding on the other side of safety. So I'm a 56-year-old, and I'm on the bike path. I'm riding within control. I don't need a helmet under those conditions. But if I'm riding out in traffic, yeah, I'd probably put a helmet on. Yeah. So. You know, if you want to have a scenario whereby what is the most injured thing, they should actually be wearing knee braces because I have one of my customers, emergency room doctor, and he says on Sunday nights we could literally uh, field a softball team because they just start People coming, coming in. in. With knee injuries. Yeah, so. and it's weekend warriors. There's no warm-up. They, they, they strain themselves, and then they bust an ankle or whatever, and... Uh, and they come. So their biggest uh, injuries are actually uh, uh, leg injuries. So, hmm. and then are you going to make them wear knee braces while they play? Probably not. So if you want to guard against everything, then uh, we have a thing. I think they're called video games. And uh, it's to a point now in which it's an actual thing on college campuses now. And then they have problems with their thumbs, apparently. Yeah, interesting. And you Steve. can't go to Canadian Tire and, and get a new <laughs> thumb. No, not yet. Anyway, appreciate that. So there you go. Yeah, so maybe not just head injuries, but you see that probably uh, in a lot of different sports. It's probably very difficult, I think, for these, you know, these kinds of, of amateur grassroots leagues to, to enforce something like mandatory batting helmets. I, I think anybody who, who plays and has maybe had a scare or maybe seen this happen or heard this story, you can decide for yourself. It's easy to find a batting helmet. Because you can envision those scenarios where, look, you're, you're trying to get to second base and the throw's coming to second base uh, and the second baseman, he's already reaching down low so that he can catch it low and make the tag quick. So you're basically having a ball hucked in the direction of your head. And so it's not <laughs> unreasonable to think that it could hit you in the head. And that's not going to end well. Anyway, 403-974-8255. Back with more right after this. Welcome back, 403-974-TALK. So a lot of talk about uh, making batting helmets mandatory in slow-pitch leagues. Following this tragic accident, maybe it was a freak accident. It's not the kind of thing you often hear about, at least not to this extent. 32-year-old slow-pitch player hit in the head with a baseball, airlifted to hospital, remains on life support. We heard from uh, a guest who himself has suffered a concussion, other people with other similar stories to share. Batting helmets prevent those. Is that a reasonable requirement for this kind of a competition? Uh, this is Stuart. Stuart, welcome to the program. 
Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. Um, the simple solution for getting batters to wear helmets is um, having the, the governing bodies uh, make it mandatory. So here in Alberta, you know, in particular Calgary, Airdrie area, if you want to have an organized league and you want to be under the, uh, the rule book of Slow Pitch National or National Slow Pitch Association, um, you have to, to a point, follow their rules, which includes signing up and taking their insurance program. So if the governing bodies were to say every batter must wear a helmet, then every batter would have to wear a helmet. If we choose to not enforce that, then there would be no insurance coverage for any injuries that would uh, occur out on the field. Yeah, interesting points, Stuart. Appreciate the phone call. This is breaking news from the Global News Team on News Talk 770 Radio. I'm Tony King. The city of Calgary has issued an immediate fire ban due to unseasonably dry, hot conditions. Deputy Fire Chief Alan Ball says that the city hasn't seen much rain this summer and outdoor grasses and ground cover are normally not this dry until late September or early October after the fall frost. The fire ban will affect parks as well as home fire pits, chimeneas and other devices. The fire ban will remain in effect until further notice. Stay with News Talk 770 for further details as they unfold. From the News Talk 770 24-hour news center, I'm Tony Kang. Well, that's uh, an interesting development right ahead of the uh, Labor Day long weekend. Thanks for that, Tony. More details coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, Some text coming in on this softball issue, uh, 403-974-TALK. This one says, I've played for about 30 years in many different leagues, also playing at World Seniors Games. Anybody in any situation is able to wear any safety equipment they would like. I pitch and wear a mask. I've also been struck on different body parts. I've played against pitchers that wear, wear full catcher's gear to each their own. A few people have made the point about, you know, the risk the pitchers face. I mean, they're really directly in the line of fire, as it were, when those balls get blasted. Uh, this from Gary says, my sister-in-law was hospitalized, still suffers from taking a line drive to the face when she was pitching in slow pitch. The batters don't need protection as much as the pitchers. Interesting point. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Ron, welcome to the program. Hi there. How are you today? Good, thanks. Um, there was a caller here who's basically said, like, he's a bicyclist, and he, you know, if he's on the road, et cetera, et cetera, he sees that he should have to wear a helmet, but if he's on a bike path, et cetera, you know, well, in my mind, you either have a helmet law or you do not have a helmet law. And uh, I've I sat on a bench and watched some of the, people go by on the so-called bike paths and the speeds they're going by if they have a tumble or a whoops i guarantee you there could be a lot of head trauma there i don't know how you feel but that's the way i feel thank you yeah okay fair enough ron appreciate the phone call uh, let's take another quick break here we'll come back uh, close up with some more of your thoughts on this 974 talk we're back after this afternoons with rob breckenridge starting at 12:30 on news talk 770 calgary